Welcome to the Fatty Z Musky Podcast. Y'all know, I'm Andy. Vance is, uh, where do you think he is? Vance, where are you at? Front of the Ranger. There you go. And Todd is on speakerphone. This podcast, yeah, there he is. This podcast brought to you by Fatty Z Musky Products. Check us out, fattyzmusky.com. Fatty Z Musky Products on Facebook, like us. Um, I'm not, I should be more active on that, but I'm also active, you know, with just myself. I'm, I, I have so many friends requests all the time. It's busy. I got, I got too many friends. I don't even know who they are. Oh, very popular. Man. I'm very popular, but you know, someone who needs more <laughs> friends, it's Todd Young. Find him on Facebook. Poor guy. Yeah. Poor, yeah. I need friends. Yeah. Yeah. Todd needs <laughs> friends. Find him on Facebook. He's Muddy Creek Fishing Guides, mcfishingguides.com. The website is back up and running. We got that going. We had an issue over the weekend, but it's back. And uh, Yeah, it helps when they uh, get their payment. Yeah, and that was not because he doesn't pay his bills. It's because no. other things change, and you don't always remember to update things. Um mcfishingguides.com, Muddy Creek Fishing Guides on Facebook, but Todd really wants to be your friend, so friend him. Friend request him. <laughs> and St. Croix Rods. We've talked about it. You know it. Check them out. If you're in, in the market for a rod, be sure to look them up. And, yeah, that's where we're at. We uh, This is a couple days after the Muskie Max show. We were hoping to try to get a, a Musky Max podcast in. We didn't talk about it openly on the podcast. And it's a good thing we didn't because there was absolutely no time to do it. At least not during show hours. Mm. It was busy. It was busy. So we're just going to give a quick breakdown of, of this crazy <laughs> weekend we had. Um, it started out with, Todd, you went down Friday to set up. This was a Saturday-Sunday show. Mm-hmm. So you went down Friday, and do you want to just kind of start yeah. it from there? Yeah, they were going to open the doors up at one thirty. I got there right about one thirty, just in, set some stuff up, had to get back to get my uh, daughter off the bus. So uh, I did the the tedious stuff, I guess, setting up the backdrop and hanging the bait. Uh, got that all done, figured out how we were going to do it. Every time you set up, it always ends up being a little different. I don't know why that is, but... We tried a different method this year. Yep. Not putting any tables blocking it. And I'm glad we did because I, I don't know how, you know, especially the first few hours, the first four or five hours there, there our whole booth was filled up. We didn't even, uh, it was probably one or one thirty till I really said anything to any of you guys till any of us talked to each other other than I, I, I did get, have to get I did. out of my way. I have to get to the, I see a bag or yeah. well, you see, yeah, that, yeah. So, but yeah, I guess before we jump too far ahead, so Todd set up on yeah. Friday ninety five percent of it. He does, he does a lot. He, does, I mean, the backdrop was a. Uh, it's a pain. It, that it grid wall is a pain. It is. It, it absolutely. But it's a necessity. How else could you do it? Yeah, I know. What we he could sets do. he sets all that stuff up. I mean, it, and we had we had a decent amount of stuff left over from Kentucky. Um, I had about another. 60 baits that I had I wrapped up yeah. for that show. Thank thank God he brought them too. Yeah. <clears throat> See, I was thinking next year instead of having the grid wall that's a pain, we're going to just take the big rubber made totes that we have, not have the hooks rubber banded or nothing, 
and dump these piles on the floor of baits. There you go. <laughs> and then what we're going to do is, is we're going to charge admission. <laughs> and it's going to be 25 bucks for five seconds. For five seconds. Oh, like and you one. have to, you know, this is like the old school basketball shirts and skins. Oh only they're all skins. You have to leap into the pile. <laughs> and whatever stuck to you when you come out is yours for 25 bucks. There you go. It's, we cut, use, it's like off, we the, use, off a saw two we when that lady aughts. got thrown into the nice. pit of syringes. Yeah. We use must add three aughts and we'll be sitting there with the hook cutters. Well, yeah, but we have to. Sh- is, you, you know how that goes. All it take is one. You get one hook stuck in your finger and you pick it up and the whole pile is going to go with one guy. Dang it, you're right. That's right. But who, I mean, who's going to be, be the gone. first I mean, one to look, jump look in? Look, we get those back boxes of hooks. That's you fuck. can pick all 500 of them up. When you grab the first hook, usually. Oh gosh, you know we we yeah. I I, I got to explain <laughs> a little bit more about how we get hooks. When we buy hooks, you know we're, we're we're buying them bulk, and we get these. You know we're we're using these Mustad three odds, and they come into essentially what looks like a shoebox, an app. Yeah. And I remember Vance seeing it for the first time. Like Vance, inside this box is five hundred hooks. That's how they come packaged. I think it was more than 500, wasn't it? five hundred, wasn't it? Well, we had over two thousand, but they came in multiple. The okay. boxes come in, you know. It's like I got you. I bought two gallons of milk. You didn't buy a two-gallon pail. You got yeah, you know, four half gallons. Or, anyways, <laughs> um, I open it up, and Vance grabs one hook and he picks up essentially four hundred and ninety-five hooks, yeah. all of them. I with, remember telling him. I, I remember we were on the phone or something. It was right after a podcast. I said, "Tell Vance to try to grab a hook out of there." <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and and you coined the term. It's like a meatloaf of hooks. Yeah, yeah. It's just a big loaf of, of these three. It's hooks. a loaf of hooks. Yeah, a loaf of three hooks. I mean, they have to shake them or something. I've taken half of those hooks out of there and like dumped them out, and I can't even get like two hundred fifty back in the box sometimes. Right. Yeah. You know, so they they like shake, rattle, and roll them to get them all intertwined. At the beginning, it's a pain. Mm. Oh, and it's it's terrible. You, you're almost like picking the fringe ones. Yeah. And you're like, oh, crap, now i got to break this meatloaf of hooks apart. Yeah. This meat, meatball-sized thing of hooks apart there, and then you can do the three baits and then do it again. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so but we're, maybe yeah. maybe we shouldn't do that because we yeah. lose a lot of you lose a lot of money. Okay, so, so <laughs> a lot of friends. We're, we're not a lot of friends. A lot of a lot of followers. A lot of followers. Then we'll have a carpet. Stanley Steamer's got to come and clean the carpet. There you go. Bloody mess. <laughs> it would be. Um, okay, so we get stuff set up. I, I I've talked about it. One of the cool perks about being set up is you can walk around and look at all the booths beforehand. <clears throat> there were a lot of good booths. It was a great show. I mean, it was big. It was, I think, 70 vendors, they said. Yeah. They had a boat there this year. And, uh, which they didn't have. I don't think they had one last year, did they? No, they didn't. No. They had, no. A, they, they had a boat there. They had a souped-up Chevy. You know, they, there was a lot of advertisement going into the, sh- into mm-hmm. the shows. They had, like, raffles and stuff, which mm-hmm. I couldn't hear what was going on with the raffles. But, you yeah. um, know. Yeah, so anyways... I'm standing there, and all of a sudden, I see people start walking up, and I'm like, "We still have like ten minutes." I, I'm like, "The show started already?" You know, I was totally oblivious because, you know, we we Vance met me at my house. I drove him all the way down, and we set up, and I was kind of out of sorts of such because all the heavy lifting was done. Todd did. Todd did all the heavy lifting. Yeah. I just brought in a couple totes, and yeah, and uh, it. 
few people started walking in, and I'm like, oh, okay. And what what do you think it was? 15 minutes, and, like, no one coming to us yet. And But uh, what a group of three came. And they're like, I'm not going to drop names because I, I, I didn't ask permission. They they are like my, every year, like clockwork, they are Old Faithful. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. They love the swim baits. Mm-hmm. And I dropped the ball, apparently. And he's going to know who I'm talking about. I'm talking about him. Um, he ordered these baits for him, for these three. I dropped the ball. I forgot I misplaced the order or whatever. But mm-hmm. I don't. I still don't even know what it is. I, I know they wanted chartreuse something, but I, I, I screwed up. But they came up. They looked at all the other crazy colors I had that I made this week. And they were happy as clams. And they're going to get in touch with me should they need those colors. Mm-hmm. Uh, I felt terrible because it was the first, right out of the gate. Yeah. Right out of the gate, I dropped the ball. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's the same thing every, every year, every show. Yeah. It seems like they, you know, they get there early and they come right over and grab a handful of those, those, those swim baits. And what a fish we got to see a picture of. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that was a, it was, it was a, a giant. You, you, very few fish will come out of Pennsylvania bigger mm-hmm. last year than that one. Yeah, and she's you know she, she caught a cast in a, a swim bait, and it, I mean it, yeah. it, it, it it was a tanker. Big, it was fat belly, beautiful, yeah. beautiful fish, beautiful fish, beautiful markings. Mm-hmm. A very impressive fish. <laughs> yeah, so you know I take care of them and they go on, and then then it was just like I don't know, someone just opened the floodgates, and I. I was, it was... I mean, from nine... I, I, could, I couldn't... I, if I turned around, I was... If you were standing in my booth looking into the hall, you know, the, the aisle way, mm. I was all the way to the right. Vance, I think you were to the left of me, and then it was like Todd and Jarek in the... I couldn't see across the booth Mm-mm. for probably four hours. Mm-hmm. And I thought I lost them. <laughs> I thought the sea of people swept them out. <laughs> and I was going to call for a rescue boat. It was just a... Re- People were raiding the bait stand. I mean, it was just it was packed. We were we were busy from nine until one. My lungs hurt. I mean, I was I was I was looking back at four rows of people. You were holding seminars. Yeah, I, I was on on how to use these on how to use the lures and 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 what's you know what we particularly like about them. And I'm I'm looking back and it's just gaining and gaining and gaining. And I'm speaking louder and louder and louder and, and just next thing you know he's cupping his hands over his mouth screaming <laughs> i mean it was it was crazy and and you know people were you know they're buying baits we're reaching around we're grabbing bags and, and, and see we, we we misplaced the bags initially because mm-hmm. the bags you know as, as i was describing where my placement was the bags were like to to my back to my right mm-hmm. on the table we i had a table running long ways like towards the hall mm-hmm. so we had like this horseshoe which was really wide in the middle with little horseshoe legs yeah. and i was standing there i kind of got that's like where i get stuck because mm-hmm. uh, i want people who want to talk about rod holders that was my job mm-hmm. dealing rod holders um to be able to come into the booth and and see we have a nice little gunnel set up that people can can tip them and do what they want I can talk to people across the table, but the bags were all behind me, and it, I'd look over and I said, "I got to get a bag," and he's squeezing it. Yeah, like okay. And then like that went on for uh, like thirty minutes, and I just said, "Take the bags, get them yeah. out of here," because <laughs> I can't move. <laughs> and uh, but it, it was it was nuts. There there was a time I don't know why Todd 
worked his way over to me. But it was perfect timing because I had a guy, or you know, he he got four rod holders. Right after he, I said, "Listen, I got to assemble these." He said, "That's all right. I'll walk around." Another guy came ordered four. I said, "I got to assemble these." He said, "That's all right. I'm going to walk around." <laughs> guy ordered two, and I said, "I got to do this." I'm, so I'm down ten, and I I see no end in sight. So yeah. I just you know, yeah, I just Vietnam. I had to shoot my way out. Yeah, and here comes Todd, <laughs> and. I just came over to ask you a simple question, and I ended up having to assemble rod holders. Yeah. I got to the point to where I had two assembled, and a guy, I'm like, all right, I got two of the ten done. A guy's like, I'd like two, two, two of those slanteds. I'm like, without down east? He goes, yeah. I looked at these that were boxed up, ready for the next guy to come back. I just handed him those ones, and yeah. I, 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 didn't, I couldn't even tread water. <laughs> but Todd came. We dug out. Everyone was happy. And... Uh, that was the crazy, like one one thirty. It was it was nuts till one one thirty and yeah. I mean, um, I mean pegs were disappearing, colors were going. I mean it. It's and everyone I talked to, every other booth I talked to, seemed to have said the same thing. They were. Yeah. It was a really good show. People yeah. were, from Butler up until then. I mean it's it's it keeps it it gets better every. Every yeah. year, I mean, with with who they bring in there and all that stuff and the seminars, it's really a, it's a good, it's a good out, you know, trip for the you know the weekend if you if you guys are into that next year or whatever if you guys are into fishing or anything you know I'm sure if you're listening you are coming out and and just seeing everybody out there seeing the basically the you know at at any of those shows you got the musky industry right there uh, everybody's there talking muskies and yeah. Um, we had, uh, Rob Wasser came up, he, we, we made a little deal, he painted up three Raptors, one for Vance Todd and I, in that musky pattern that we talked about a couple podcasts back, mm-hmm. so he, he gave them to me, and I had a whole bunch of people around, I'm like, okay, I'll look at these, but I, I, I can't do it right now, so <laughs> he comes back around, I don't know, it could, you, you, you get, you, you have no focus on time, when you have no time. Mm. I mean, it, it could have been the next day he came back. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. It was... Yeah, it, it, it was after one. The first time I really looked at my uh, phone to see what time it was. Mm-hmm. And I was already tired. I was already... Uh, yeah, I was already sort of wore out. As Vance said, I mean, I my voice is still recovering. You talk. And, and you know, I always feel bad. They're, you know, we get to see people there and... You know, you get to talk to them for just a second or two, and, you know, a whole bunch of people are standing there, and some, somebody asks you a question about this. And, you know, sometimes it, it sometimes I feel like after the show, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I was really rude to that guy. But, yeah. you know, it, 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 it's overwhelming for us, too. I mean, I'm used to going fishing, and <laughs> this is a little different when there's, like, all kinds of people want to talk about trips. And if you don't get to talk to them, they might go book somewhere else. You know, so mm-hmm. you want to take care of everybody, and uh, we could not have done that. With I mean, we would have been in horrible shape with only three people. Yeah, I mean, all four of us: Jarek, our fly guy. I mean, he moves baits, talks fly trips. Uh, he had a nice little yeah. display of flies. Yeah, yeah. It it it, it, it it's just uh, it, it it's a crazy time. We're not being rude. Most people, I think, understand when there's a whole bunch of people there, you know. And I have all the clients that I took out last year and year before. They're looking through the book. They're looking for their picture, and they want to talk a little bit, and some of them rebook. And 
but you got to keep moving. Uh, but it, 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 you know, it's just, it, it's so much different when you go, you know, the weekend before Vance and I were down in Kentucky, that, you know, Kentucky, we saw this happen to the booth right beside us in Kentucky. It's a local guy. You know, there, there, there's, you know, the musky thing is divided up. You know, there's, there's a lot of great baits. There's a lot of great bait makers out there. Uh, you know, it's known in your little area and, uh, you know, at one show you sit and you watch people and they have all this business and the next show they come over to you and say, that was crazy what was happening at your booth. And I was like, yeah, that's, you know, this is our hometown. This is, this, this is our, this is our group. Everybody wants raptors or, or our gliders. And, you know, when you get out of your little uh, area, it's a harder sell, you know, uh, people, they're already committed to other baits and such, but, uh, yeah, it was a good time. I saw a lot of, I saw some, some guys there. Uh, a lot of people brought up the podcast, which is neat. A lot of people want to see Mitch. He was on display. Uh, With his two brothers, brothers in arms. two beat-up brothers. Mitch still gets the, well, Mitch, Mitch still, still gets a lot of the attention. But <laughs> yeah, He does. He likes that. He's got a cult following. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He does. Oh, Gear Man Steve? Gear, Gear Man Steve, he, he showed up on Sunday. Um, if you yeah, Most people who listen to the podcast, he's been on about three times. He came on Sunday, but before we talk too much about Gear Man, Patrick was next to us in, in the booth next to us. Uh, From Nittany Valley. Nittany Valley. That Nittany one Valley. was yep. only a couple weeks ago. Uh Crazy that he was right next to us. I mean, it, granted, it's a small room, but um, he was next to us. Brandon Lilly, figure eight, he was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he seems to have said it was a good show for him as well. Um, who else did we have on that was there? We had Gearman. Was there anyone else? Easy Rods was there. McGad- Baker. Baker. Baker was there, which was always a treat. He's a, he's a riot. Oh. He's a riot, yeah. Baker was there, McGeezy Rods. Uh, yeah, he was. Dale, of course. Dale, jeez. Yeah, you know, we just had him as a quick little thing in there about, at the Columbus show, but we'll be getting more of Dale in the future. Mm-hmm. We got to do it soon before fishing starts. Yeah. 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 We were hoping to do it this like early winter, yep. but it just never happened. Um. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I'm sure. I'm sure we're missing someone. But there was, yeah, there was a lot of podcast guests mm-hmm. there. Um, so yeah, you know the, those Raptors that Rob Wasser painted for us, they're beautiful. Came out great. They're going. You know, uh, I don't know what you're doing with yours, Todd. I know what you're doing with yours, Vance. Mine go on my little mm-hmm. Raptor wall of fame of all these other people painting mm-hmm. Raptors mm-hmm. for me. So that's where that's going. It's it's not getting any hooks. It's not getting any mileage. It just goes there. It'll get a hit. You're gonna use, you use it? it. I don't know. It's really, really good looking. You know, it's yeah. I mean, it, I have the same. Thing. I don't know whether I'll put. I don't know whether I'll use it. You know, I have a couple unbelievable. I saw somewhere on one of those forums, couple maybe last over. I don't remember what it was last year at the times. Some uh, we traded some bait baits to uh, Zach, and he foiled some, and he threw one up, and people were like. I could probably sell these things for <laughs> seventy-five or a hundred bucks because people were going crazy over this these couple he foiled, and 
I have three of them sitting here, and I just uh, I, I like to look at them. I got a couple that when we first started in the business making the baits before Andy even decided we were going to paint, I took some blanks over and Dale painted me some. So I have a and it's a it's a special one. We don't even do the bait. How long is it, Andy? I think it's an eleven inch. Yes. Yeah. The eleven. A little bit bigger. A little bigger than the ten, and I have this walleye that Dale painted. And yeah, I have them hanging all in one spot. I mean, they're they're nice. I, I don't think I'm gonna use any of them to be honest. Just save them for whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'll talk real quick about that that eleven inch. Originally, we were gonna have a six and eight and eleven. We decided the eleven was just too big, so we scaled it down to ten because it's huge. Mm-hmm. It got very bulky, you know. It did. Uh, although we had requests. We had requests. Yeah, we had for fourteen inch. A fourteen inch version. Fourteen. 14. <laughs> Which would be in. You'd almost need four hooks on it. Yeah. It's it. It would be enormous. But we're gonna. Yeah, I'm. I'm not guaranteeing. I'll try to figure a way out that I can make a handful of them without having to invest in all the molds. Yeah. Yeah, all the machining and stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so... I don't know if I want to test out any 14-inch uh, baits. I, 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 I said we'll, we'll make a 36-inch version. We'll, we'll just we'll machine it out of solid. <laughs> and I, my joke was you just put on the boat cleat and drive. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll try the 14-inch. I'll just put it in Project X let it. Yeah, it does. there you go. There you go. Let <laughs> it jerk itself. <laughs> yeah. So, I had a, and all this craziness going on in the booth about, who knows about halfway through. Uh, well, are you talking about what happened today? Yes. Okay, I'll, I'll lead in with that one. Okay, go ahead. I had a guy come over to me, and I could not pick him out of a crowd if he was the only one standing there. It could have been my father. It was one of those things that I looked up. My eyes were, Tweety Birds were going. A guy come up, Andy. I said, yeah. He goes, you still have that boat for sale? And I said, which one? Which it's one? been a couple years. <laughs> there was a time I had a lot of boats. And that time also, you know, different phases in life. As soon as you have kids, you start losing boats. That, that, that's the trade-off. Mm. Um, you have a kid, you lose a boat. <laughs> and... Um, I'm like, which one? It's been a couple years. And he's like, the the tiller with the Yamaha. And I said, oh, you're thinking of Vance. I said, yes, Vance still has that boat for sale. And he's like, okay, great. I said, Vance is right there. That's how it all started. Mm -hmm. And I just turned around and went back to the grindstone. Okay, that's how it all got rolling. Vance take over. Yeah, so this guy comes up to me and he... He just says, you have a boat for sale, and I'm like... Uh, I thought it was, hey, that really good-looking guy over there. No, no. Oh, okay. No, it was the exact opposite. <laughs> he says, you own a boat. <laughs> you own like, a boat? I was like, yeah, two. <laughs> I got two of them. Yeah. You want <laughs> one? <laughs> Which one? Um, so, yeah, he comes up to me, and, you know, I, I, I was taking... It, it was like a curveball to me, because I thought he was just going to... I was talking to him about the baits... Uh, and, and he had purchased a bait and, and, um, you know, then he asked me about, about my boat. And, and uh, if you listen to previous podcasts, it's about the, uh, you know, 16 and a half foot Alumacraft competitor tiller. And, uh, I was like, oh yeah, man. Uh, you know, and this is, 
I was I was thrilled just because I put it up and I really didn't get any serious inquiries in uh, in the fall there. I mean, it's just a you know the the. It's a tough time to sell it. But yeah, you threw it up there anyway. But I threw it up there anyway just to get it out there. So this guy comes up. Um, I was like, yeah, have you uh, seen any pictures of it or you know how'd you hear about it? And he, it he heard uh, you know through the grapevine through uh, you know through the grapevine that. You know this this boat was up for sale. I showed him the pictures on Muskie first. He took an ad out there. <clears throat> took an ad out on Muskie first, um, and it came back to uh, you know somebody listening to the podcast that was friends with that guy knew that he was in the market for buying a boat, and he let him know about uh, this boat that. Uh, we, you know, I had for sale, and uh, yeah, so I, you know, it, it, it all, it, it came from, it came from the podcast. It came from the podcast. So, you met up with the guy today. I met up with the guy today, but I mean, prior to this, I, I showed him fish. He's like, wow, yeah, that's, you know, this is, this is really, really nice. We exchanged information, uh, cell phone numbers, and he went away, and I went back into the sea, sea of people to, uh, you know, talk baits. Um, I get a phone call about two hours later, and it's it's him at, at the show. Was, at that, the was show. that the reason that you just kind of ran out mm-hmm. of the room? Yeah, I was like, I gotta go. Okay, you, you know, and I, I went out, and he, you know, and it, he was just like, I got, you know, I. Let's, I, I let's. watched Vance leave. Yeah, he. We, you were probably fifteen yards from the door. Mm-hmm. He his feet hit the ground twice. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, man. Whenever we'll we'll sync up. We'll we'll, we'll meet up. Uh, we picked a date to to meet up, and uh, that was today, actually. And uh, you know, luckily enough, it's the pretty timing. The 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 timing worked out perfect. I mean, it's it's seventy degrees out now. That the ice is off the lakes here. We're not when we came back through Sunday evening, coming back from the show. Everything's all done. I, when we cross over the little outflow, I looked. The lake was ice. Yeah. The lake yeah. was completely ice. Yeah. And what did you face today? Today, I you know I met up with the guy, and uh, prior to that, I went and checked out the uh, the put in at the at the lake there, uh, and there was it there was like a slush pile of ice there. And everything else was open, and it was, was it, it was did, funny that it was actually just right. It, all the ice that was on that lake was right in front of where I was put. Would have to put the boat in. Was it like the ice from that couple years ago, Malax? Did you see that like ice creeping over the south <laughs> south shore? No, it, 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 I'll have to show you that. Yeah. It, it was the absolute. But anyways, my I mean, it, it was it was breakable, and I was like, okay, we we probably if we you know look over this boat for an hour here and give you a little walk through and a rundown of it. By the time we get back here, it's probably going to be passable to get through. And, you know, we, we went back. We looked at the boat. He was thrilled with it. Absolutely loved it. And then you had to go. I mean, he wanted to, he wanted to like, just, he was like, I, I'll, I'll take it right here. I was like, well, let's, you know, let's, let's talk about that, you know, after we run it, get in it, see how it runs, and then we can talk turkey after Which, that. Which, it, uh, it was... It's a brand new four stroke. It's, mm-hmm. it's gonna run. I put it. I backed it right into the water, turned the key, and the thing just started spitting. It was. It was fine. 
and I and I hooked up the the gas line this time. Yeah, which last year I'll, I'll hit this real quick. Last year, when Vance and I took it on its maiden voyage for 2015, we're we're we're, we're putting out, and he goes, "What's that clicking sound?" Yeah, and we get out in the middle. I mean, like we went at least a half a mile. Yeah. And he looks down and he goes, oh, I never plugged the gas line in. He plugged the gas line in. The clicking went away. I'm like, how could you have gone this far with no fuel line hooked up? It's Yamaha. They're awesome. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, so we, we, we ran it and, uh, you know, pushed through the ice there, ran it, ran it up and down the lake. A Did you feel like a crab boat looking for your pots? It was, it was fun to get back in a boat, I tell you that. Okay. I mean, it was, it was fun to drive the thing. It, it's a lot more easy to get on and off the trailer than my new one. That's Were you sure. a little bit sad? Uh, Did you yeah. say that the, the the air was cold and and, and that's why the tears it was, it was were coming? Yeah, I mean, I was I, I I was happy to, you know, to you, go down to one boat. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, but you it, know, I stood in there. I I I thought about all the memories, all the memories caught in that. In how that how boat. many muskies do you think came into that boat for you? One hundred ninety-eight. You couldn't. Throw some lines out and hope for the last two. I, I didn't have anything. I, I didn't have any any lines in there. 198 in that boat. Mm -hmm. And it was, you picked it up middle of 2014? Yeah, August. August 2014. Mm -hmm. you August. Had... We just took it on the first voyage. I, I didn't I didn't do a guide trip. and uh, I mean, Vance never had a boat before of his own. We picked it up and I, he brought it over to, our, to my camp campsite there and uh we got up in the morning and we're like let's let's do this the custom the custom <laughs> cover was leaking I, been, I was when i launched my big one for the first time my first boat you know <laughs> yeah now <laughs> you you fished out of that essentially what 12 months mm. it was it was it like august a, september october so like did you really have like after the break in you know the end of August to the end of October the one season and then May through about July? So you didn't even have it like fully a year before you got your twenty footer. Mm -mm. Holy moly! Mm -hmm. One hundred ninety eight. Yeah, crazy times. You know, a lot of memories in that. It just seems like yesterday I caught that first one trolling and uh, it jumped and hit that buoy and. I had two other rods in the water, and I was like, what the hell am I going to do now? I have no idea. <laughs> I, I, I'm still hung up say? on 198. You should have had that in the first three months. I know. Like everyone else. I know. I know. What, are you a rookie? Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, technically, I, I guess. But, uh, you know, I remember when I when I put it away, I could have I cracked that even 200 on that. But I, it was timing. I had to, to gut it and then send it up to Cabela's and... Every, if you listen to the podcast, you know all those horror stories. Yeah. I think we, we beat them up pretty good. But <coughs> we, uh, we, we took the boat back, and, I mean, we, we made the deal happen, and, and I sold it today. You know, it was, it was incredible. I think I made out better than all the vendors there. Yeah, yeah. We, had a, we had a really good show, but you... Vance had a better show. Yeah. Blew us out of the water with your total gross sales. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> By selling a boat that was one year old, yeah. Oh, it was, it was and just, you also picked up some woodworking stuff. I did, yeah. I, I, I had a, somebody meet me there and... Did you make them charge admit? You did, like they no. had to pay admission to no, come No, because they came late on a Sunday. Okay. So I had a client come there and... 
working with them now. I mean, it was just a, a, a great, a great weekend. Very busy and very, very worth it. You know, I sold that boat. I, I can't, I can't believe it happened. You know, it's just a. Well, I mean, you weren't tripping over it. Like no, but, neither was I. But it was in my building. It was it was in in Andy's pole the, barn. You got you can put the cement in there now. And the new the new headquarters, which is going to hopefully happen this year, mm-hmm. it's going to have to. If not, we're going to be doing it outside. In the driveway. In yeah. The driveway. <laughs> well, you can do it in that room. We could get the the the, the pole barn the size of that room we got the show in. Uh, yeah, it's true. Right now, it's all open and empty and. Mm-hmm. You have to wear boots, but uh... <laughs> yeah, and sit next to a big tor- torpedo heater. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would definitely. What's in that. there now, Andy? There's there is I mean, the, the seventy-two inch. Your building, the boat really looked lost. It was like, wow. What what I have is <laughs> a seventy-two inch belly mower for my Kubota tractor. Okay. I have a sixty-inch rototiller for the tractor. I have a Calta uh, packer and a okay. back blade. All tractor implements and all locked. Yeah, up. your tractor stuff for your food plots and stuff. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, food deer get very expensive, like muskies, when you want to feed them. So you can shoot them over food, which doesn't sound that sporting when I just say it like that. Oh, <laughs> some people are <laughs> people are, are baiting. Yeah. Hey, baiting. Someone took some. Hey, this, I can say this much: I fed a family almost. When Todd was up here, what is about a month ago? We walked through the food plot and I had these giant turnips. Todd took about a half a dozen of them home to see if, see how they tasted. <laughs> Were they any good? I don't think you ended up cooking them. No, you know, I, I what happened was it was frigid. I, I put them in the truck, and that night I forgot about them. And the next day, uh, or actually, it was a couple of days later, I opened the tailgate, and they were sitting there, and they just turned a really dark black. Color because they were frozen solid. It was like zero degrees. Oh, For some reason, they you know the, the ones that were in the ground. When I pulled them, they looked good. I haven't eaten turnips for a long time. That's something my grandma and grandpa used to cook. And I doubt my wife and daughter will like them, but I was going to try it. I think it's the same turnips. It, they look like turnips from my, what I remember. <laughs> my, my sister took some. You know, like because I, I did food plots at my property. I have ten acres. Uh, a food plot. And I did some out at my father's, and he he was all excited to see these giant turnips after they ate all the brassicas and whatever. It's just these things were left. He dug them up and he had this little pond, and he puts it. He's like, "I'm feeding the muskrats," and the muskrats started eating them. He'd put a pile there, the muskrats would eat them. Yeah. Well, he took my sister there, <clears throat> who who lives out in Akron, so that's a couple hour drive, and they were all excited to see them. So they took some home. This was like in December. They cooked them up and they said it was good, and they're still alive. So I, yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. There you go. So, yeah. So I, I I fed I fed a couple people. So yeah, it's it's legit. It's not big. Yeah. But yeah. So that you know the boat sells that happens. Awesome. Uh, you know, that's it. I can close that chapter. It's, it's, it's yeah. So after after the show ended on Saturday. They have a pizza party for the vendors. And we kind of found a table out in the hallway. And we just kind of makeshift, you know, we, we, we made it work. We, we, we t- I don't know how this happened, but we were walking in the same time the pizza delivery guys were there. Bringing in pizzas. 
And I said, you guys need help. And they're like, no. I'm like, well, I'll take this one off you. They're like holding a stack of like 10. Yeah. You and I take wait. the top one and say, this one's mine. You also ha- didn't eat for like 12 hours. Yeah. Or drink. I mean, that's it's just how it goes at those shows. You, 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 oh, yeah. You completely stop eating and stop drinking. It's mental. Mm. I prepped. I prepped for it. I said, I'm not eating yeah. today. There you go. <laughs> and, 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 so that was the first time. It was about 6.45. So yeah. basically since I'd gotten out of my truck at like 6.35 in the morning, that was the at, honestly the first time I sat down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we were hungry. We could barely. We wanted to recap. We didn't know whether to eat or talk about what the hell just happened. I forgot how to eat. Uh, it we was were so just, long. We were just kind of sitting there, you know, it, 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 with our mouths wide open, our, our arms dangling. We didn't know what to do. It was kind of awkward. We're, it was like the first time we ever met. Yeah, we're talking with our mouths full because that's just the way. Because we didn't talk people enough throughout sta- the day. People were staring at us. We kind of eventually. It was good that we were kind of separated from everybody because it was a bad. It was a bad. Well, that scene. also the people were moving away from us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, they weren't. They, I, that was <laughs> made that. Well, anyways, I overlook look over my shoulder and here comes Brandon Lilly, figure eight. I look over and I'm like, "Hey, have a seat." I was sitting on like this. I was these chairs didn't match this table. It was just like a bench in a hallway, like. It reminded me like what you'd try shoes on in a department store. Yeah, good call. And I'm sitting there, and he sat down. I'm like, here, have some pizza. He says, oh, I'm going to go out with my wife, blah, blah, blah. And somehow, you guys brought up the the fight. Yeah, we brought up the... There, there was a fight. The uh, McGregor-Diaz fight. Yeah, the McGregor-Diaz fight. It was... Uh, 196 UFC. Yeah, so we... We we, we, we we just basically said, hey, do you want to you meet up later? We, I wanted, I wanted to see the fight. Everybody wanted to. to just... I, I had, I could, I couldn't give a crap. I had no idea what the hype was. Andy's, Andy's sister is a professional fighter, by the way. She, my, my sister is a professional fighter. She is not in the UFC bracket, but she is in another bracket. But she is professional. Yes. Um, and I really don't, I don't really care to watch them. But I'm not going to be like, yeah, guys, go. I'm going to sit in the hotel room. Yeah. Of course, I'm going to go. Yeah. So. I, when you guys brought up, you know, we're talking with Brandon about it. I'm like, yeah, this ain't gonna, this ain't gonna happen. I mean, we, we're, we're, we're three somewhat local guys mm. and Brandon's out of town and he has his wife with him in, in a hotel. And I didn't think, I'm like, no, he's, he's not gonna, he's not gonna come down and we're just, you know, yeah. whatever. So I owed the guy a beer. You did owe him a beer. He did bring that up a couple times. I brought it up frequently. Yeah, because he was thirsty. Because um, mm-hmm. be, if you didn't listen to the past, the past when we had Brandon on, and uh, he's from West Virginia, and I brought up thirteen nine. It was a an epic pit upset against WVU, and he, he took that to heart, and I felt bad. So, so you had to get him. A drink. I had to, yeah, had to get him a drink. So, it's like we get done with the pizza party, we go back to the room, our hotel room. Which wasn't at the hotel that the show was at. It was across the street. It was, I don't know, what do you think? One and a half drives of a golf ball? Mm. Yeah. And um, If you're terrible. If you're ter- Well, if you can hit the pavement, it's going to go all the way to the <laughs> other true. one. Uh, you, if you're like me and you hit the water because you think it's fishing. <laughs> there it, you go. Um, so you like send them a message on Facebook. Mm. And we just kind of like start walking over. To the to the hotel, the the double tree, and 
we're like scouting. We're, we're just like, is he coming? And we're like, we're, we're three guys. We, we met him literally for a few minutes. He talked about the UFC. All bundled up because it's a, a little bit chilly. And we're standing in between cars. It's a very shady scene at this point. It is. Yeah. It's, it's, it's dark. It's, it's dark outside. And I'm like, this would look really, this doesn't look good. Yeah. This is a, this is, we're, we're not criminals, yeah. but it's still, it's like we're luring him out hey, of his buddy. room. Come on out here. Come on. We, we talked to you on our show. Yeah. You can trust us. <laughs> so we like go into the lobby and we're like debating where to stand so it doesn't seem so creepy. Mm. And he ends up coming down and he was nice enough to offer to drive us, which made sense because our cars were All 400, 500 yards away. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh. So we go to Wild Buffalo Wild Wings, thinking that we're ahead of the curve here. But when we got in there, every seat was taken. Mm-hmm. People were waiting in the waiting aisle. We were essentially standing in front of the bathrooms. Excellent smell the entire time. That's right. <laughs> and looking up. I, I, they had. If TVs, they don't have everywhere. walls. They just have TVs. Yeah, it's a. Their walls are, are are. It's wallpaper, but it's LCD screen. Yeah, it's crazy. And uh, we ended up standing there for about taught, two two hours. Yeah, at least. Watched a couple fights. Watched a couple fights, and it was. I had a, I had a great time. Vance left. Came back with three beers and a seven up. I had the seven up. So he got Brandon got his beer. Just so if anyone's wondering, he got it. Man of my word. And um Y'all right, Todd? Yeah. <laughs> okay. It sounded like you He's fell. Put, putting together raptors. Um I I, I was playing with some baits. anyways so so that gets all done he drives us back and he parks the car and we get out and all of a sudden this guy jumps out of a pickup truck and he comes like he had like a phone in his hand and he's walking fast towards us and this guy was he was excited and it's late. If anybody knew on the East Coast at the time, it was late. Yeah. So four guys, you know, us three and Brandon, get out of his car. And this guy jumps out of this pickup truck who had just been sitting in there like mm. like undercover or something. Walking towards us. He's on the phone. Hey, guys, did you see that fire? Holy crap, it was amazing. Yeah. And we're like, yeah, why would why would you put that that we just saw the fight? Yeah. It was almost like he was like periscoping it from a buddy who was at a place that had it or actually paid the money to watch it. He was watching it through he was peeping Tom. Yeah. He was watching it through the window. So he came over and we're like, Yeah, that's crazy. And he like turns around and leaves. Just like, all right, I that was interesting. It was it 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 was an interesting night, but you know, it was it was fun. We just had Brandon on last week. We barely knew the guy, you and, know, and we end up spending spending the the evening with him there, having a good time, having a couple of drinks, sharing photos, sharing deer photos. Yep. You know, fish photos. Some of these deer down there, he might not want you to I, say. Some of these these deer are so small, <laughs> you don't want to go hunting by him. No, he's really gonna hate me. But I mean, it, it, they were just 
you know, it it, it 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 sucked my eyes away from the fights on TVs just staring at at these pictures. Just, I was like, holy crap, that's Vance now is on. The, Vance is so much into hunting right now. He's picking out on the way back. You were like, look at that deer. Look mm. at it there. <laughs> boom, boom. Hey, there's a tree stand there. I never, <laughs> I never used to do that on the on the drives, and, and you guys would always do that. It, even when you're driving, you can pick them out. You got, you guys have, you know, your eyes are in tune with all that stuff. Now I find myself looking out the window the entire time, not looking in front of you. But... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna wreck something. <laughs> oh my god. And they're gonna say, "What did? What happened?" And I'm not. I'm gonna. It's gonna be hard to say. That, well, there was a turkey strutting in that field, and I. It ended up being a stump. <laughs> <laughs> I went off the road. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> I failed to negotiate the the corner officer. There was a rock that I thought was. There was a gobbler coming in. (laughs) Didn't you see that that big long beard standing there? (laughs) Yeah. What do you think happened? Yeah. 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 That that's. uh, It was good. It was it was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Unfortunately, we had to stand again. I mean, I'm still recovering a little bit. I'm just not used to days like that. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, they're brutal. It, Gear Man Steve. Gear Sunday, Gear Man Steve made his presence. Nice. Yeah. You and Todd have not seen Gear Man. Mm-mm. Mm. Um, I've seen him for about three hours mm-hmm. back in, what would that be, August? And luckily I half remembered what he looked like. Nice. And uh, Sunday was, was, was relaxing. You know, we had a nice steady flow and we could talk with some people and what have you. And... Gear man picked up, you know, he picked up a few baits. He got some tackle bags and whatever. And I get a text today from him asking about the warranty on the baits. He had a picture, and I got this when I was driving. I had my kids. I just picked them up. I'm driving home, and I looked, at, you know, my phone went beep, beep, and I looked at the preview. I'm like, oh, there's the swimmer I sold to uh, Gear Man, and put the phone down. I didn't, you know, I just, okay. I get home, and I'm like, I'm like, okay. He says, is there, what's the warranty on these baits? And I'm looking close. I'm like, what are you talking? He, he, he told me he was going to move the one belly hook up because he wanted to, to drag it on the bottom of the rivers. Hmm. And so he had, he had that wired up there and stuff. And I'm like, oh. oh, I see what he's talking about. The little eyeball is peeled off the bait. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I wrote back something to the effect of, well, the warranty, I said the, 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 the bait's been tampered with. So like the warranty's void or something like that, mm-hmm. <laughs> and 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 then I, I explained to him you know, the eyes the eyes suck it's it's rubber you're trying to attach an eye to rubber. Well, he says, oh, it's understandable because these were hitting it, and he shot me two musky photos, <laughs> and he, uh, as far as I know, he's the fastest person to catch a fish on an AZ bait that he picked up. This show season. Yeah. Which would have been 26 hours maybe. Yeah. Who knows when he caught him. But it was it was under 30 hours, I can tell you that. I think it was today, wasn't it? It was today. He picked up... Yeah. No, wait. I'm, I'm an idiot. That would be under 48 hours. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking today's Monday. Um, so, he got a couple fish. I didn't get the final report on, on all of that. But mm-hmm. he picked up a couple and he was showing me the eye. Yeah. Now it's a one-eyed bait. Yeah. Still getting hit. Still getting hit. His eyes matter. The, yeah. yeah, I mean, but he, yeah, he picked up a bait and it, he went out and caught a dandy. I mean, the one was a really nice chunker. 
Yeah. I mean, you know, you can you can fish for them all year round here in PA. They get really really nice now. They get there this time of year, and it, it, I mean, it was just cool. He picked them picked them right up, went and used them, and bang. Yeah. Yeah. So that kind of. I'm trying to think if there was any other thing that really pertained directly to us in the show season. Todd, am I missing anything? No. I mean, other than just, man, thanks for the yes support. Jeez. There was a, we, we had a lot of people talking podcasts. Uh, you know, a lot of people talking to us about, you know, they like it. They want us to keep doing it. Some people I would have never guessed, uh, you know, were, were saying things to me. And they're like, oh, I, I just love it. Uh, listen to it when I'm at work. Listen to it when I'm in the car. Listen to it here. So I mean, that's that's great. If we're not talking, to, you know, if we're doing this and no one's listening, there's no use of doing it. But yeah, uh, everyone's like, no, keep keep going, keep going. We're we're, we're having fun with it. Yeah. So so uh, that's awesome. <laughs> that that kind of wraps up our show season, unless something else pops up. Yeah. What have you? But <clears throat> it. it Slightly changing gears. I'm not going to say who these people were, but most people will figure out who it is when I talk about these two guys were coming from the South. Kind of like what Todd and I talked about with with driving to Ohio. We almost got creamed by that semi-truck because for whatever reason, people were hitting their brakes on the highway and like Mm -hmm. it was an Akron, I believe. Yeah. And uh, so we escaped that one. But these two fellas, and they had a, a third amigo, which was a lady, mm-hmm. they, were, they, they drove up from a southern state. They think they had 250 miles, I think. Was that right? About 250? I think it's, it's probably about 320. Okay. No, three, 350. 350. 350 miles. And they, we're making it really easy for people to figure out. Well, hold on. We, we're not going to use the names. <laughs> Which, yeah. by the way, these two people were on the podcast, oh, God. and we didn't we didn't bring we didn't them. mention them. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So these 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 individuals, they I love hearing stories because they're always good. Mm. They they pull in and they said that you know they they packed up their trailer. It's a little enclosed trailer with all their stuff they needed. They drove up here, which you know I I asked them. You know they they said that they were gonna. They're, they're done with their shows. They don't have to worry about getting permits and this and attendance. Um, they were going to relax, you know, just real nice, make it up here. And somehow that changed, and, and they said they were driving 90 miles an hour, mm-hmm. pulling this trailer, and I'm probably butchering the story, but the fact of the matter is is that you can you can lock the ball on a trailer without a ball being in it. That's what happened, and they set it on top of the ball. So it was just gravity holding. Unbelievable. It, yeah, it's like. Just gravity holding this. and On top and, of it. It wasn't yeah. like they, they put the, the, the coupler over Tongue the ball weight. and never yeah. locked it. It was worse than that. It was locked, so it could never go on the ball. It was yeah. sitting on it. They drove the whole way here like that. Six, and made it. And without it coming off. 90 mile an hour. 90 miles an hour. So I was going to say six hours of driving, but at 90, that's going to be considerably less. I know they weren't doing 90 the whole way. Yeah. The hills in West Virginia, <laughs> up and down. 
I get butterflies thinking about like going down a hill and taking like even a, a slight corner and then flooring it to get back up another the other side of the valley and that sh- trailer shifting on there. Oh, oh my gosh, <laughs> they. they Oh, uh, yeah, that's... Not good. Not, not good at all. And that kind of stemmed into... We, we, we talked crazy car stories on, in, the, in the hotel. Yeah. And I, I'm going to... To wrap up show traveling, we'll, we'll, we'll tell some maybe not so musky related stories on or, tra- or or any type of hooking up a trailer or anything like that. Yeah, we're going to we're going to kind of wrap this one up with some personal stories. Yeah. about crazy because that scares me not having I've I've stopped down the road a mile or two I'm like did I lock the ball? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'm sure you've probably done... I I did I did that today because it was the first time I did it in a couple months. So I was like, man, did I do everything that I was supposed to do. Am I hooked up back there correctly? All I can think is I'd be driving down the road, all fat and stupid, looking in my rearview <laughs> mirror. I'm like, why is why is my why is my boat swinging all funny? And then just seeing the tongue turn like on a 45, the sidewalls of the trailer catching, and the boat just barrel rolling, oh. break. And and that's that's I'm like that's enough for me to even stop and be like, okay, get out. Okay, yes, it is locked. Yeah. And oh yeah. So you you guys. Todd, you had a really good one about a boat trailer. Actually, as this all as we started talking about this here, I have two. I want to hear both of them. <laughs> yeah. What's that? I want to hear. I want to hear. Okay. Hear one. Oh, yeah. Vance I, will do okay, it. Okay, so I got two. So anyhow, everyone talks about hooking up and everything. And I was always like that. You come home, you hook up, fun, hook. Well, I don't. I don't really hook up that much anymore. Last year, I hooked up my boat in. Mid-May, and I took it off probably twice and, until mid-November. So I basically hooked the boat up, and it's just hooked on. I'm, I mean, I'm fishing. When you're fishing 20 or 25 days a month and, uh, you know, stuff like that, I, I, I just don't hook all that often. So well, a couple years ago... I had a little 14-foot Alumacraft, and I came home, brought the big boat home, Lund, and uh, decided I was going to go to, I was home for like four days. I was like, hey, you know, I'm going to take a run up to Rain State Park. It's 15 minutes from my house. And, uh, but, it, you know, it's a small boat, so I have an inch, and it, 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 it had an inch and seven-eighths ball, and I hold the receiver and everything for it. So I, I backed the big boat in. And I, I, I hooked up to the little boat. I just wanted to take it because I didn't want to de- I just wanted to take it because it was sitting here and I wanted to use it. And uh, so I took the I took the receiver out of the research and went and did everything as you normally should when you hook up. Well when I pull into I pull into the boat launch and I start backing the boat in and I'm looking well, when I get out, I was by myself. I was just going for a few hours. And uh, the receiver is like at about a 45-degree angle. If you know how they're cut, it comes straight, and it was cut at an angle at the top. And it's sort of wedged in there. I never put the pin. So it was it was pulled out and just cocked downward. And cocked downward. And it was, I don't know, I don't know how I made it. And, and, and it's not like 
15 minutes of flat, easy ground. These are goat trails that you will find carcasses of bighorn sheep because they <laughs> fall to their death. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My roads aren't too wide, yeah. There's potholes and stuff. And it, now, so the boat is just start. I'm just starting, you know, I, I backed it to the launch, and I was going to un, unhook everything. And I looked at it, and I, I, I was just dumbfounded. I didn't know what to do. So, I mean, I made it all the way to the launch, but I was like, I just got to get over to the park lot. But I just gingerly pulled out, backed it in, unhooked it, and uh, ran home real quick and grabbed a pin. I had nothing. I looked all through my truck. I looked through everything. I had nothing that I felt was safe enough to put a pin in there, even though I just drove without a pin for like 15 miles. Uh, came home and got it. But uh, lucky, just lucky. Yeah, because that would have been gone. It would have been gone. It would have been a disaster. Oh. Yeah. I probably would have risked it. I would have been like, let's see. I did it once. I'll just go slow. I'm gonna, I'll do it in reverse, so yeah. you're pushing it in. I didn't even, I mean, all I had was like a screwdriver. I'm like, I'm not putting a screwdriver. I mean, looking back now, I guess I could have put a screwdriver through there and used one couple of wire leaders and tied it in there. Probably wouldn't go anywhere. The boat wasn't that big. Stop it. Yeah. I just backed it in, unhooked it, and said, I'm just going to go get that pin. And I came back, cut the pin, and uh, which wasn't the pin... It was a locking. That's that's how this all happened. I had the locking thing on there. I didn't have my keys with me. I'd already unhooked it, and I did something else. Put the new one in. I was like, oh, i got to go get the key out of the big boat so I can unlock this, so I can lock this. Now, if it was one of those locking mechanisms, you had to have the keys to lock it or unlock it. The locking and, pin. Uh, mm-hmm. the, you know, the lock into the re-hitch, and I never I, – I got – sidetracked and got excited and went fishing and yeah but uh and you paid for it i just got lucky i made it did you catch a fish nothing happened yeah did you catch and our our our, so our other one and you guys and nobody's that you guys have not heard this story my good friend david feck was uh we took off he had an old i mean this is a long time ago you know this is like when i was in like college and you know we're just out of college, you don't have everything's not the greatest. Well, he had an old, he had a Nissan truck. And he had an Alumacraft, too. He had an Alumacraft, I think it was called the Lunker. It was like, back then, it was like a big boat, big, wide. It was an awesome little fishing boat. Was it, it like, like 50 horse on it? Would, would you consider it to be like a Lunker in size? Yeah, that, that's, I, yeah. It was, it was. Nice and wide. I mean, when he first got it, it was like the dream boat. You know, we're fishing in boats that have bench seats and stuff. And it was like, oh, my gosh. this They had already done this boat. New carpet, all open. You know, there's a little side console steering wheel. Like I see it had a motor called a, I think it was called a 38 Special or 48 Special. Hmm. Uh, Johnson. And, uh, I mean, it flew, uh, but, you know, for us back in the day. But anyhow... So we hook it up, and you just hook, you set it right on the bunker. It was a bunker hitch. Mm-hmm. The ball's right on the bumper. The whole drill, yeah. you put the ball in there. Says, this is how we tow this boat. So he and I take off. We we go we go blow up the course of lakes up in Canada. Uh, fish the whole, you know, go up there, fish the week. We're coming home. We drive home. It's about a 380-mile trip across the border, all that stuff. And we come home. We get to his house. We pull up. As he's turning, he turns into his driveway. He pulls up his driveway, and the boat is 
still following us, and this is the honest to gosh truth. When we, we he pulls in the driveway, and when he hits the brakes, we hear this tremendous thud. Oh my! The bumper. Oh my! Falls off the Nissan, <laughs> crashes to the ground. <laughs> as soon as you get into the driveway. In his driveway. My God. Honest to gosh, truth. I, you know, uh, when you said something about, we always do a little pre-requisite, you know, pre-talk about, hey, you know, maybe we'll mention this during your podcast just so we have a little bit of a plan. Sometimes we don't stick to it. And when you said that, I said, yeah, I got that one good story, and that, it, that came to me. So we, we put a 1,000 miles on the vehicle driving around up there late to late, and that happened in the driveway. The last inch of the journey. Wow. Yes. And it was off the road. I mean, the boat was just barely off the road. It came down, banged to the ground, held on by the chains, and we just both get out, and I mean, what do you... <laughs> yeah. Why, why is that even a thing, a bumper pull? I mean that that just sounds in, incredibly dangerous for that that size of a boat. That well, it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't a big boat. It was like the one you just sold, you know, like a sixteen foot. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, a lot of I, them I, used to be bumper. There was always. I mean, all the bumpers were just and it now just it's is, all fancy stuff. But they on, always had like a hole in there. And you just put your ball on there and just hooked onto it. Wow. The older vehicles. Uh, what. What happened after that? I mean, did he call and say, "Hey, what?" You, I, I, I'm gonna, I'll finish the story. Todd says, "Hey, thanks for taking me fishing. I'll see you next weekend." And he laughs. Yeah. Like, didn't phase him. Well, you might want to fix that bumper. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy man. See you later. No, his dad Vera was a. He was a machine shop guy, and uh, yeah, he came out and was like he couldn't believe what happened either. We unhooked him, and the bumpers laying on the ground, held up. The one side was still hooked on with one bolt. It was like at a 45-degree angle. Wow. And, uh, yeah, they put a new bumper on it and oh, that's, probably that's, did go fishing the next weekend. <laughs> that stuff's just... That's, that that's sticks just, with you. Oh, it's frightening. I, I knew, I, I you know, obviously with the way the story was going, you predicted what was going to happen. I'm sitting there waiting. And when you're like, the bumper fell off. I didn't expect that. Yeah. Yeah. The entire yeah. bumper fell. I was like, oh, we had it hooked up. We had it hooked up fine. It was still hooked up. It just it wasn't hooked on to the truck. On. <laughs> oh. Hey, Dave, did you check the bolts on the bumper? No, who does that? I had not thought about that in, oh, my gosh, in 20, 20 years. Oh, that's crazy. That's dangerous. <laughs> it, it's, uh, I have a story. I, t- I tell you a story about uh, my crazy uncle. Um, he got a brand new boat this year. Okay. And, um, what was it? It was, uh, an Alumacraft classic side console. We should probably get in touch with Alumacraft and see if they want to sponsor, because everyone here, everybody has, everybody has Alumacraft. Um, it's a a real nice (laughs) They make great boats. They do. Durable, too, for crashes and everything. Yeah. Um, not only safe on the water, but when towing, and I can touch on that with this story. So he gets, I'll tell you about that week real quick. Um, 
he gets his boat and I have my boat up there already and he's like, oh, we're going to, you know, we're going to, I'm, I'm putting the boat on and, and we've been going up there for 15, 16 years. And, um, you know, it's his first, when I was, when I was younger, we always begged him to get a bigger boat for us. I mean, we, we started out with a little one and he finally, finally got one. Well, I already had got mine. So that, you know, shock factor really didn't. <clears throat> didn't happen um but we were you know we were we would always just you know get you know give it to him a little bit because he never pulled the trigger and got this new boat was this this is the boat he got it he got he got it it's it's the big week for this brand new boat um he put 10 hours on the motor and he backs it in he puts it he puts it on on the water he goes out he's fishing for one hour and he's like, man, something's going on with this boat. Well, he opens up his, his compartments in the back where the batteries are and all that stuff. They're filled with water. He had forgot to put the plug in. He's been out there for how long? An hour. I mean, it was just... the, the Like, entire, was it swamped? Yes. I mean, it, it, he said when he got up back on plane, it, <clears throat> it, it shot that water out and he got back to the docks okay. Okay, so, but... The entire, the entire like hall and everything was just. Essentially, the boat was swamped, but it was just like those ads you see for different boats that he was floating on flotation. Pretty much, I mean, from what he was telling. Just the foam, okay. Yeah. So that's all. That's all filled up, and he when he's pull, when he's getting back to the docks in a panic, he nicks the prop. Okay. Okay. So the so the boat is now filled up with water, and he nicks the prop. Well. All in the first hour. Yeah. The later in the, the the week happens, and he has there's a tradition when we always take the boat out, and we have to do it on a specific night. And it's always nighttime, rather than waiting the next day and doing it. So he goes, and he goes to take his brand new boat out at night. Mm-hmm. He has his son with him, my cousin, and another gentleman, and they go and they 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 take the boat out. They get it on on the trailer and and all that stuff for some reason ah he leaves the boat in the water all week and that's okay. why that's why the trailer was disconnected he was driving around okay you know entertaining oh, okay. and whatnot yeah. so he hooks the uh the trailer back up they drive over and they go to put the the boat on pull it out of the water Boats on the trailer, they start, they, they, they latch it down, they think they've done everything correctly, and they start driving. And if you know Chautauqua, there's, there's a bridge in the middle of it. Um, it it's essentially a couple planks and, and some cinder blocks to get over this puddle. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a major highway. It's Pretty like, much it, it, I mean, it, 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 it's not the Mackinac Bridge, but it's a big bridge. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's a four lanes, you know. Four lanes, how, how, how long? Oh. Pretty dang Quar- long. Quarter mile? Mm-hmm. Pretty dang long. Yeah, it's a long one. And, uh, you know, so he, he looks in his rear view, so there, you know, something's, something doesn't feel right when he's, when he's pulling this boat. He's What's looking, he pulling it with? He's pulling it with a, 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 Shel- a Chevy uh, Silverado okay. with, with a class four hitch. Okay. And, you know, it just, it, it's not feeling right. And the, and the guy in the back seat turns around and he's like, you know, I see fire. 
<laughs> you know, something's going on back here. So I they, see <laughs> so they, oh, that's the afterburners. Yeah, <laughs> they're those Chevys, they, they're, they're quick. And so he pulls off to the side of the road, like right after the bridge. And what had happened was the, it, it's, I don't want to mention their names, but it's essentially what happened in the beginning story here with the first story that we had. They, Clamped, they pushed a clamp down. It was sitting on top of the ball. Yep. Okay. And it was connected with the chains. Well, it had fallen off and it was connected by the chains and the spare tire on this specific trailer uh, is hanging vertically. And that took uh, the brunt of the fall and they basically... It was riding on three tires, but one couldn't spin. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so by the by the end of it, it 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 ripped the rubber all the way all the way down to nothing, and it was riding on the rim, and it was sparking and smoking and all this stuff. It looked like a Flintstone tire by the end of it. Okay. It was it, it was just destroyed. I mean, and, and then when I would I I went over it a couple of times, and I saw I'm like, okay, yeah, that's where they were. There's the over skid the bridge. Mark. Yeah. Okay. You could see it there for a couple of weeks. I mean, it was just just one giant black mark to, all the way to where they they went to park. It was just completely. It was hanging on by the chains. If and that, they were pulling it, they were pulling it. And you know, if if that tire wasn't, it would have been the tongue of the trailer. It would have been the tongue of the trailer if that tire wasn't hanging vertically or if it was sitting positionally underneath. Yeah. You know, some of the trailers have have them underneath, like you know, the the bow of the boat. Um, and I mean that that tire could have saved them, saved their saved their life. Well, it I mean, saved something. I mean, you're going you know 50, 50, 60 miles an hour over that bridge. It wouldn't have ta- it had that happened in such a way that the chains were some chains come out from under the bottom of the tongue. Mm. Had it been riding on the chains, it would have just been gnawing its way through the chains oh. until it says, "I'm free." And then I'm back in Lake Chautauqua. And then it could have just done like this catapult <laughs> yeah. thing. It could have hit like a, a unlevel cement thing. Oh. Hit that. And just pole vaulted yeah. right over the edge. Oh yeah, the hypotheticals are endless. Anything that it, it, it was just nuts. And he, he called me and told me, and I was just like, "Is everybody okay?" I see fire. And he's like, "Yeah, everybody's fine." Except and my then pride. I just started la- laughing my ass off about it because except for my new boat. Yeah, <laughs> you get a nick prop, you fill it with water, and you destroy the spare tire on its maiden voyage. And that was that. That was the the one cra- uh, crazy thing. So when I'm when I'm hooking up now, I mean I'm I'm just so okay. That's on. I did that correctly. I, I I go through the steps just to to maintain you know sanity for peace of mind for myself and safety. Um, there's another story I have about a trailer, uh, not involving myself. Thank God. Um, my uh, girlfriend's father. Bought a a little fourteen foot you know rowboat with a nine nine on the back of it. It had a trailer that was, was it an Alumacraft. No, it was not an Alumacraft. Okay. Oh, <laughs> this one's not an Alumacraft. Well, somebody had I think like maybe the Amish or whoever had this boat that sold it to him. Was ma- it carved made it. out of a solid piece of mahogany? Yes, it was. Okay. There's so much lacquer on it. <laughs> <laughs> but meet the parents yeah exactly okay <laughs> so much damn lacquer on that thing 
But, um, uh, so he goes out fishing with this, this, uh, this trailer and it's on the back of a, a, a little Honda. Okay. But it has a hitch, like from U-Haul and it, you yeah. know, the, the smaller hitch and the thing tows light. I mean, you could r- essentially put some shoulder straps on and, and carry and probably run 10 miles an hour with this thing. Um, so he's. He's driving along, and he's got you know a co-pilot with him. They're going fishing. They're gonna go fish for uh, there's an oak orchard is this this uh, little river up there okay. that they fish, and they get these beautiful brown trout and steelhead and stuff that run through there. And we've went fishing there a couple times and had some success on this exact boat. Okay, so it's like the third time he's he's taken it out, and you know something's feeling you know somebody like drives by him and honks the horn and and they're just like "Hmm, whatever and i like boats too yeah yeah and and they're driving along and and it starts to you know it starts to sway back and forth behind him Mm -hmm. and he was describing to me in his correction he he saw it he slowed down and he gasped back up because somebody was tailing him pretty hard. So he didn't want he didn't want to cause an accident. He want, didn't want the guy to rear end him. So he he hit the accelerator again to pull off to the side of the road. And when he slowed down, the boat was on the driver's side, going up the road, riding on on the the, the tongue. Okay. And sparking and arcing like right to the right, and and it essentially. Parked in front of him, at like a forty-five degree angle, it 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 fell off the hitch, past him, past him on on his driver's <laughs> side. So it was in the other lane. It was in the other lane, and then just came right off the road and kind of went down into a little ditch and parked itself. And he went back and he looked, and and it was the pin that they had in this hitch that was base. It it just must have been just a rusty mess because it just. It broke right off, and he didn't have chains on the tra- on on this trailer. And I was like, "Well, what did the chains do?" And he's like, "Oh, I never, you never knew about those things. We didn't have them on the trailer. I mean, because it was just it was just it was just little luck of the draw, custom made, tra- you know." Because the Amish, have you have any of you seen the Amish boat trailer? I don't know if it was. <laughs> If it was the Amish or anything, okay. it just was like a buy off Craigslist, and <laughs> the you know, Amish aren't posted on Craigslist. You know, uh, you know, all sales are final. Yeah, and then he eventually he had to get it. Uh, he found somebody to work on it. It like sat there overnight. They came and picked it up, and and basically like put it in into a trailer. This entire boat thing. Yeah, and then they went and they made they constructed a new boat trailer for it okay and now this one has chains so i don't expect it to be driving itself in the passing lane anytime and soon. then kindly put on its right blinker and get in front of you and just slowly and then, yeah. come to a stop yeah pull pull over with you just to to check on you to see what's wrong okay but yeah those are those those are the two stories it's just so you guys you guys are sparking uh memories <laughs> for me here uh I, I did, you know, stuff that I haven't thought about in a long time. Well, so I got, I, I got another really good one. I, I, got, uh, I got a couple that they're not fishing boat. Get, any, 
The, these are just crazy stories from a guy I have not brought up who was a very good friend of mine for for several years in my late high school, college years. Uh, he didn't live too far from me. His name is Luke. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm going to say is Luke. And he's one of these guys that if you talk to him enough about something, he will do it. Okay? <laughs> is this the guy with the snowmobile? This was Luke with the snowmobile. The wicked, That's right. Wicked ape, or the raging ape. Raging <laughs> ape. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So this is this is Luke. Um, he always seems to find screaming deals on these awesome vehicles. Oh. Hence the raging ape. Uh-huh. He did uh-huh. not get his driver's license when he turned sixteen. I, it was it wasn't because he got in trouble or nothing. I think he was like 17, 18. He just waited. For whatever reason, he waited. Well, his first vehicle was a car. I think his dad bought it for him at a police auction. Okay? And this has nothing to do with muskies, but it's going to be very entertaining. Um, this car, I'll give some background on it. It was a white Ford Probe. It was a It was a standard. And he worked at Burger King. Nice. And obviously he had no money. <laughs> oh my god! So to make it nice, we we pulled it into my parents' garage one night, and we masked off what essentially would be where we painted two blue racing stripes up over the hood, <laughs> down the trunk. It looked like those Shelby Cobras. Oh my! God. Only it was a Ford Probe. <laughs> I don't know how they passed inspection because. It was like he'd put it in reverse, and there were no reverse lights, so he'd have to like flick a switch. No, he he had to, it was it was awful. Oh it had God. hood pins. I'm like, this thing's for racing. Goes, no, the hood don't match. <laughs> so, <laughs> so this this that's important. Not so much for the story I'm going to tell, but just to give a background on this this Ford Probe. Well. <laughs> Once he got used to driving, because anytime someone gets their driver's license, the first couple weeks, you're really slow, and you're like, you're, you're unsure of, of, you know, vehicles, and, mm-hmm. and anyways, once he got done with that, he was, a, he was a wild man, and I have dirt bike and street bike stories, I could, I could do 17 podcasts over, yeah. but this is the Ford Probe, and he... His, where I went to high school, his dad had like a little wrecker shop where he would go and tow cars and take them back there. And it was maybe less than a mile, but it was in the town. So you're not going to go above 35. Well, he had just got new tires on the car because as anyone could imagine, a high school kid with a standard, he was burning out at every single intersection he could. Yeah. So he needed new tires. So he went to the <laughs> little, little local shop, got new tires on it, and he was doing something... This is what he was doing. I remember now. He had to put antifreeze in his car because it had like a leak. Okay? (laughs) And he was in a rush to not be late for school, so he did not put the hood pins in. Mm -hmm. Well, we go out after that day of school, and he parked near me. And I looked, and all of this... His hood was no longer beautiful with white, and the white wasn't that nice to begin with. Everyone could kind of envision what this car looks like. But the... The, the spray paint that I did with the nice blue things was really nice. Oh it was His hood was all twisted. And some spots, there was probably three-quarters of an inch of Bondo busted out of this thing. I'm like, Luke, what did you do? Oh, my. And he says, pretty much what I said, I had to put antifreeze in this morning, blah, blah, blah. So I 
didn't put the hood pins in, and I, I thought I could drive slow enough to school. Oh, my God. He got halfway to school in this in 35. Hood. The hood flew off like Tommy Boy. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> and it kind of, like, deformed the hood. In the wind. And it just... <laughs> right over the windshield. So, he's like, he's like, I freaked out. He goes, so I just... Ducked real low and looked in the and gap between, look. and he drove, looking through that like that two inch gap yeah. to where he could pull off. He put it down, and he lost the pins to connect the hood, <laughs> so he had vice grips that he clinked onto these hook pins. So that's a mean front end, man. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, that led into this. He, we, and this is this is how it's going to relate to musky fishing. We were kind of dating, I guess, if that's what you call in high school, going out with these girls that went to Slippery Rock University. We were seniors. They were freshmen. And we would carpool once a week down to see them. They lived in the same dorm. They were were best friends. So that's, that's like Todd's exit. So that's how it relates to musky fishing. Instead of taking a right, I take a left. Um, So he's like, yeah, I just got these new tires. So he's like, yeah, after school. And I'm just like, okay, whatever. I don't care. You're in high school. Yeah. And so after this just happened that morning, we we met at my dad's, uh, the the family shop. That's where I work. A machine and welding shop. And he, I said, meet me here at this time. We're going to go. He goes, okay. So he's like, I'll drive. I got these new tires. I'm like, all right, perfect. He pulls in like an idiot. You know, he comes flying in, downshifts three times, pulls the e-brake, floors it, swings this thing inside. I'm sure your, your parents were just thrilled. Well, they, they weren't there to see it. Okay. And it was on the, the road that he did that in. And he says, hey, I need, uh, do you got any antifreeze? Because I'm, I'm low again. Now, it was just that morning. How much antifreeze is going I have no idea how much he was dumping into the earth. Oh, my God. I said, no, I don't. But what I do have is tool coolant. We can mix this up. It keeps our tools cool in our CNCs. So it must. He says, great. So we took and we put a lot of this stuff in his radiator. And you're going on a trip down a <laughs> We're highway. We're going and, 60, and you're, 70 you're, miles down, down the highway. There's like probably a convenience store that has antifreeze up we the road. We passed five gas stations <laughs> and a Walmart to get to the highway. I mean, why why get antifreeze if you have tool coolant? <laughs> because you, <laughs> you gotta have money to buy dinner. I, I guess that's, you gotta have you have to have enough tires to burn out and impress the girls. So, I mean, why not save a buck with this tool coolant that is clearly <laughs> meant for motors? It's essentially fifty parts water to one part. It's like there it is to one. Yeah, part. I know what that coolant is. Yeah, it's pretty much water. Yeah. So I oh. just dump it in it. It's it's not free, but to us, it's free. So we, you know, burn out, leaving the place. We hit seventy nine, and he's like, he's like, we can get, we can beat an hour. That's like the average time it takes to get there. He goes, I'm like, what are you gonna do? He goes, well, I'm gonna speed. I'm like, obviously, yeah. And I said, aren't you afraid of? I mean, cops? The thing has racing stripes. It does. Yeah. I said, aren't you afraid of? Aren't you afraid of? Um, cops. He goes. No, on the section of 79 where you can see a mile, if you don't see a cop, you floor it and you go as fast as you can. This comes into play later. Nothing really happens exciting except for the fact that earlier that, you know, it was was about springtime when when we were were doing this. Was it 
spring. Yeah, it was. It was. It was when the it wasn't bad weather out, and we had heard that another kid was passing cars on the right because they were in a rush and you couldn't get around them on the left if you were passing. Sure. So Luke was passing these cars on a two lane high. You know, it's a four lane highway. Two going south, two going north. Yeah. He was passing cars on the right. Yeah. So he was going off the berm to get around cars where he could have just very easily put on his left blinker and like a normal citizen. But he was in a race car. What the? He would like drop it from, it might have been a five speed. He'd drop it a gear. Unbelievable. <laughs> but you don't care when you're that old. Oh my God. So we get down there, we hang out, and we're like, okay, we're going to get going. So <clears throat> we start coming up northbound on 79. And he's flying. Like, it's like his headlights, when he'd hit a certain speed, it's like a Porsche where the little spoiler would come up. Yeah. He'd hit a certain speed and the headlight would just go like up straight up in the air. Oh my God. So that's like, oh, Luke, you're going over 70 because your headlight's up, in, up the in the air. Anyways, we get, I don't know, 10 miles from our exit. And we look at each other and we're like, do you feel that? I mean, we're pretty mechanically inclined, but we just chose not to do things the right way. Clearly goes, with the tool cool and antifreeze. Hey, we're thrifty. <laughs> and uh, you feel that. And I'm like, yeah. He's like, I think I just threw a wheel weight. It's, it, so like the car started having this little vibration. Mm-hmm. About a minute later, it's more serious. Another minute later, more serious. He goes, ah! I'll get us home. And he's like, I'll floor it. I'm just going to try to find a harmonic. Well, he kept going and it started getting really, he's like holding on to the wheel now. And I'm like, Luke, do you smell that? He goes, yeah, yeah, I do. I'm like, what do you think it is? He goes, right, we're almost to the exit. We're going to make it. We were doing like 80. This car's bouncing over the, all over the road. I mean, he was keeping it in the lane. Oh my God. I said, Luke, you have to pull over. We pull over right on the exit, the exit ramp right there by our Walmart. Mm-hmm. I jump out of the car, and you can kind of feel what side. I'm like, it's on your side. He had sidewall left on the front tire. Really? Sidewall. There was nothing in the middle. Oh, my God. And I'm like, Luke, what happened to your tire? Well, because he didn't stop, the belts... Ripped out the real the, the wheel well, mm-hmm. the plastic wheel well, and there was probably six to eight inches above the fender was black from the rubber wow. going up and over it. Wow. And what he thought he had a bad coolant link at first was now compounded with the fact that it tore the radiator hose. Oh my. It, some there was like a hose there or something. It just ripped this and it's spewing tool coolant on the highway. <laughs> Not the tool coolant. <laughs> going i'm like it's running into the ditch (laughs) you know it's like serious oh my god he had it was shredded and i said luke these were new tires he goes my dad bought me recaps and it came apart on us oh my and i said okay pop your trunk let's get this thing off his rim was so hot you couldn't touch it wow so we pull out, and I'm like, okay, I, I open up the trunk, I, I get the spare, I'm like, Luke, you got a donut. And it says right on there, do not go above 45 or whatever miles an hour. We were luckily, we broke broke the rim, you know, broke all the bolts, got the rim off there, threw it, it was so hot. Wow. It was, the belts were hot, it was, it was terrible. 
So we and and we're Why I'm only three miles from where my truck is. He then has another probably eight miles to get home. Yeah. So we put that donut on and back on our merry way. You know who cares? It's not my car. <laughs> not it. <laughs> so we we roll down the the exit ramp and we hit the stop sign. And I, I look at Luke. I said, Luke, you do know what that donut. Since it's on your drive tire, that one's going to get all the power because just like I explained with the reels, it's going to have less travel mm-hmm. per rotation. I said, but by the way, Luke, you could probably do a burnout in third. He says, you oh, think? Why did you? He, he <laughs> dumped it in first. He just slammed second. And he just like double clutched this thing in third. And it went, chirp. And he was like, yeah, he was celebrating. Oh, my gosh. He made it all the way to the shop. I got out, and I was laughing. Yeah. He left the shop. Unbelievable. (laughs) He got third leaving. Chirp. So the next day, he comes to school, and I'm like, Luke, I see you're driving your dad's truck. He goes, yeah, my dad's taking the car down to where he got the tires, and he's going to ream them out because the tire popped. Oh, my goodness. They gave him new tires, supposedly, um. because of the... But it was pure ignorance. I know. It was pure ignorance. It was the tire's fault. And the thing is, is like when we tell that story about the the uh, the donut, it was a legitimate donut. There's right. so many people come back and say, yeah, I put a donut on and it goes flat in two miles because they just don't hold up. Yeah. He had like several third gear burnouts with it. He was just lighting it up at every chance he could because it was like newfound power. The best tire was in the trunk the entire time. Pretty much. And he was, he was going so fast that the sidewalls had enough centrifugal motion force to keep it riding to where he just didn't take it off the, take it off the banks and pull a Felix the Cat from from Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Unbelievable. So that, that, I have another Luke story. Where he almost got us arrested. <laughs> I'm surprised you weren't arrested for that or pulled over. How do you get so lucky? I, I'll make this one quick because I know Todd has another story. <clears throat> when I was a senior in high school, it's about the you know same time. Uh, there was a, there was a concert coming to to Erie, and I got a bunch of tickets. And oh my gosh, that sparks another Luke memory. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I I, 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 I was picking up. What would you know eventually be my brother-in-law, my best man in my wedding, Luke, and I. Uh, none of us had a car that would really. I, I since I was kind of running the show, I had to take a car. Mm. My truck was just a single cab. I could hold three, and it, I don't want a guy sitting right next to me. So, <laughs> I took. I my parents had this minivan. It was like the the extra car. Mm. They they had it for many many years. I dubbed the name Rusty Krusty. Mm-hmm. This van had like 220,000 miles, okay? It was like a Plymouth Voyager. Tried and true. Okay? And so, whatever. I take Rusty Krusty. I go pick up Luke. And Luke gets in the car because that's just the rotation. And we get down to the stop sign at the end of his road, and he has a can of Pepsi. I'm like, okay, he has a can of Pepsi. He must want to drink whatever. So we go then pick up Chad. Then we go and we pick up Joe, and we're, we're going. And... uh Luke still hasn't started drinking his Pepsi yet. And I'm going to skip some of these parts that just really don't mean anything. Um, and he, I'm like, Luke, aren't you going to drink that Pepsi? Because I'm starting to get a bad feeling. Yeah. And he says, nope. And he starts shaking it. 
I'm Wild like, what? Card. I'm like, what? What are you gonna do? Why are you shaking that can of pop? <laughs> and he goes, I'm gonna throw this at someone. I said, No, you're not gonna throw that at someone. <laughs> While you're in the car. While we're driving. So then we get on Interstate 79, and this whole time, I'm thinking, How can I get Luke to not throw this can of Pepsi out the passenger front passenger window? Because those old minivans, you could like you crack the windows a little bit, yeah. but not open them. Yeah. But he could roll down the passenger window. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, how can I get him not to get me arrested? <laughs> so we're, we're going up 79, and there's a couple overpasses. I saw one. I'm like, I know how I'm going to do it. There's another overpass. Come on, man. Luke, hang out the window, and I want you to throw that Pepsi at the overpass and try to hit it so we can see it explode. Oh, my God. Well, <clears throat> he's, he's like wedging himself out the window, and we're going highway speed, 65, 70. And... Joe, who, like I explained last podcast, he's a big, big guy. He's holding on to Luke's legs so he don't fall out. Wow. And Luke winds up, and he tries to time it, and he throws it. And by that time, by the time we saw him let it go, all of us are like looking, looking, you know, crunching down to look up. Yeah. To see this thing hit. And we're like, Luke, you missed. How could you miss a bridge? We get the other side of the bridge, the Pepsi can hits the hood of the car. No way. Blows up. Are you kidding me? I swear to God. We threw a pass to ourselves. Over and over pass? He threw it over. But he threw it as hard as he could, but we were already doing like 70. Oh my God. So it's the hood of the car and blows up. Quarterback. I have Pepsi all over the hood of the... All over the windshield. I'm running the wipers. It's smearing. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, how did that just happen? That has to be three seconds. Like it was a while. We're like, oh man! And we just started busting them, and boom! Just blew hit. Unbelievable! I think I think uh, Pepsi's good for rust. <laughs> it might be Coke. <laughs> Coke is good for for rust removal. That's insane. So we um, is we, this guy still alive? He's still alive. Unbelievable! He's still alive. What a wild card! You he just shows up. You have your... not heard any of the four wheeling accidents, dirt bike <clears throat> accidents, and, and street bike act. Not like, oh yeah, we had two hundred. We were the amount of times I've seen him sliding next to his bike down a pavement road with me. A pedal bike, dirt bike, and street bike, and all this stuff. Oh, I, I could like I said. But anyways, we we get up, and for whatever reason, he felt the need to yell obscenities at pedestrians. How's this guy still alive? I don't know. But anyway, so so we he's yelling stuff to people on the streets. He's excited to go to this concert. And uh, we get up, and, and, and this was just one of the things. This tr- this Rusty Krusty is loaded down. Mm-hmm. Completely just loaded with, with us four guys. Mm-hmm. It's it's old. It's tired. I There was a, there was a, a fairly good-looking woman at the stoplight next to us. <clears throat> and it's it's... You know, State Street. It's like two yeah, lanes. Yeah. And uh, we're sitting there, and they're like, hey, get her attention. I'm like, I'm not going to get her attention. They're like, neutral bomb it. Do a burnout. And, 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 and so I'm like, all right, whatever. So I put it in neutral. And I, I rev up the engine, and she looks over and sees essentially four, four idiots. In a minivan. In a minivan. A thing is just weighed down. And she just looks forward, and she has a smile. Well, then... I didn't neutral bomb it. I put it in drive, but I kind of like <laughs> held the brake and I held the gas. So then like I tried to time it to where as soon as I like, turned green, I sidestepped the brake and floored it. And it went, it oh just, it goodness. just let out the littlest chirp. And and the guys are like, she's laughing at us. And you know, 
anyways, so we, that was, that was that. So now Luke is pumped. He got, he got a reaction out of someone that oh didn't have goodness. to yell obscenities. So we I didn't we, have to yell. No, you saved him. <laughs> no, saved this is, this woman. is the bad, this is where it gets bad. So we're pulling in to find a place to park. And, you know, we, we come pulling in and he had to, he felt the need to yell obscenities at one last person. And it was, <laughs> we take the corner, the guy's right there. Luke yells, just this string of obscenities at this guy. I pull like 50 feet forward and park. Oh my gosh. And the guy changes his directions, walk, and he comes over. And he had like like a trench coat looking thing. We could all get out of the car and Luke goes, oh my gosh, he's coming. <laughs> he goes, what, what do I do? I'm like, you're on your own. The guy, the guy, I can't believe you parked it. That's a, it's a dick move. I love that's it. That's what you do. Oh my gosh. He comes up to us and he goes, hey. And, and Luke goes, yeah. He goes, you know, you can't be yelling that stuff. You know, that slander or whatever. He goes, oh man, you know, I, I wasn't talking to you. And the guy goes, BS, you weren't talking to me. He opened up his thing. There was a nine and a badge. Oh my! And God. Luke went, oh, just he's like, <laughs> he's like, he's like, where are you boys going? And and I'm like, we're going in the concert. Yeah. And uh, he goes, listen, stop doing that. Enjoy the show, you know, and and straighten up. And I'm like, I'm like, thanks. And <clears throat> Luke puts out his hand to shake his hand, and the guy says, I don't shake pieces of crap hands like you. Uh, oh my god! You three enjoy the show. <laughs> oh, that's hysterical. <laughs> He opened that up. And it, was, it was like Trump he was card. law enforcement of some sort. Yeah, and he was probably undercover for the show. For the show, because we were we got a great parking spot because we got there so early. Ugh, dude, that's crazy. That that was that's two Luke stories for the night. So, so you, don't, you don't you don't hang out with this guy no more. Married life change. Married life things. and and just him chasing girlfriends up to college and throwing Pepsi's at him. No, he didn't throw any Pepsi's. Okay. Not a, not that I'm aware of. <laughs> but anyways, okay, those weren't fishing related. But I'll, when it's pertinent, I will bring. Well, up they the were entertaining. <laughs> okay, okay, Todd, you got something that could probably wrap up got, the show. Yeah, I, I got one more. So it, it, it's the same. This is the same rate that fell off the uh, the bumper. The bumper. The lunker. The bumper. The lunker. The Illumicraft lunker that fell off the bumper. There you Bumper, go. Yes, yes. So anybody familiar with Elwood City, there's probably some people that know what I'm talking about. There's this huge hill as you're leading down. Every, I mean, we call it, everyone calls it Mouth Hill. So I'm with David, once again, David Feck, and his dad, Barrow. Barrow is from, he came over from Croatia. He's, he's passed away. Uh, spoke's very broken. Anyway, I mean, well, not not broken, but I mean, he, he, he has that foreigner accent you know he came from another country and uh once again we go fishing fish all day we're coming home in the evening and we're i'm in the back seat of a 1970 chevelle what year was it i i, I don't know what year when it happened but the <clears throat> those guys had a 1970 chevelle with a hitch on it and i had a 1970 pontiac with a hitch that's what we pulled our boats with. Okay. So we're 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 we're, we're driving down uh, Mile Hill. We get down near the bottom of Mile Hill, and and uh, nice. It was an awesome. I mean, I mean, those were fun cars. And uh, but we have a boat behind. I mean, we we're done with the day's fishing. We're coming down, 
Now he had the, they had the same situation as Vance's boat, and my my boat has the same thing. The the the, the spare tires hooked like perpendicular to the road, and, you know, like on a little bracket or something. And as we're as we're coming as we're getting down to the bottom of the hill, the people coming towards us, you know, the one guy like honks, and I'm sitting in the back seat looking, and honks, and he's waving, and I, you know, we're all like looking out. The next guy. He does the same thing. He honks, waves, and I'm like, you guys know these people. And Bear's like, I don't know. Everyone's being very friendly, you know, in this accent. And and uh, at, once you get down past the bottom, I mean, we, you come to the stoplight. So we pulled in the stoplight, and, and everyone is, like, honking at us and, like, waving and stuff. And the three of us are sitting there just, you know, and, and we're talking about this, like, what? Why is everyone honking? And I turn, I turn around and look. Here's the spare tire rolling down. It, it's rolling in the. It's it, 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 it's a two lane road. Mm-hmm. It, the spare tire is coming right down the middle of the other lane. Like I looked out behind the boat and I saw it coming. The bracket broke for this spare tire and it was just tumbling. It was, it, it's just tumbling right along with us, like the same speed that we're going. <laughs> so, but ha- since, since the first one, the first car that honked, was that at the top of the, the mile hill or whatever? No, no, no. We, we were down near the bottom. We were down at the bottom of the mile hill and we were getting close to the stoplight. Okay. I mean, this all happened in like maybe a minute span. Okay. It's just three or four people in a row start honking and waving at you, and we're like waving back. And I was like, "Do you know these people?" No. I don't okay, know. so it's really friendly, you know. So it wasn't like rolling with you for a minute. It was broken off, and they were trying to warn you. And then when you finally noticed it, it you, was yeah, passing. Yeah, I turned. I turned around. We we stop at the bottom of the hill at this stoplight. I turn around. I look behind us, like, and it, here it is coming. You know, just. Right down the middle of the other lane. And I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I opened the door. Please tell me it two, can't open it. I, I, I opened the door. I take two steps out of the, out of the truck or out of the, the, the Chevelle. The tire rolls right to me. I pick it up. I threw it, I, I threw it in the back of the boat. Shut the door. We didn't even miss the red light. <laughs> I was back in there before it turned green. That's a heads up play. Yeah. That's a hell of a... It was just perfect. <laughs> Were you driving? No, I was in the back seat. Was it, did that thing carry some speed to it? No, it was going about as fast as we were. I mean, it was a little bit behind us because, like I said, I, I sort of turned around and I saw it coming. I was like, I know everyone's talking. I just opened the door, grabbed it, threw it in the back of the... I, I threw it in the front of the boat, and I was like, we're good. It's completely normal. <laughs> ain't nothing. That's normal. We just have our spare follow-up. <laughs> yeah, it 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 it's on. It, it's better. You get better fuel mile, gas mileage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Be safe out there. Always remember to hook up. Yeah. 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 And if if you have and to check your bolts on your spare tire, and your hood pins if you have them. Mm-hmm. Buy good tires. Always and, have uh, antifreeze on you. If something don't seem right, don't ride with the person. That's right. Yeah. And uh, Pepsi is not a good window cleaner. Yeah. There you go. Crazy. 
I'll tell you, I got so many stories that I, I forgot about with him. Yeah, it sounds like you you could write a book of how to, uh, you call it nine lives. Yeah. That's just nuts. That's scary stuff carrying, uh, you, you know, traveling and pulling a boat. It, it gets hairy. Always double check. Yeah, that's expensive. It could cost you everything. It could. Insurance will go up, I can tell you that, <laughs> if, if something gets claimed. Absolutely. All right, well, we, we'll wrap this up here. Uh, That's the end of the show season. That we know of. That we know of. We'll get back to fishing soon. Get excited to, for that. I got a lot of work to do this summer, so I'll, I'll, I'll sit out another summer, guys. That's, it's, I don't want to put the hurting on all the fish for you guys. We'll have we'll have some good stories for you. Yeah, not we'll get you up there. We'll get you up there and something good. Oh, all all I have to do is wait for when you say tomorrow is the day. I'll be like, all right. Yeah. I'm gonna strut my stuff, guys. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll get up, but there's there's just a lot of a lot of work working on the uh, the the new home for the baits, the podcast, mm-hmm. all that stuff. But all right. Uh, FatIzzyMuskie.com, FatIzzyMuskie products on Facebook. Like, uh, be friends with Todd Young on Facebook. MCFishingGuides.com, Muddy Creek Fishing Guides on Facebook. And Vance does not plug Instagram nearly as enough as he should. Check us out on Instagram. Thank you. And St. Croix Rods. They make fishing rods for fishermen. Check them out. And, uh... Please consider them if you're in the market. Um, Might have a guest on next week. We don't know yet. Yeah, but we got a whole slew of guests we can we can have. Mm-hmm. One of them's got to be free. One of them's got to be free. One of them. If not, you're going to hear us. Maybe we'll talk some more stories. Maybe we'll do controversial. Well, I don't know. We got a lot of stuff we can talk about. So uh, stay tuned. Thanks for listening. Good luck fishing. And uh, watch how you trailer your boats and everything else. Uh, goodbye.